Today on The Independent Paradox, let's do a little follow-up after the final presidential debate. Last night was the final presidential debate before the majority of votes are cast in less than two weeks. I, along with a lot of others, I'm sure, were pleasantly surprised at how this went and how it was handled by Kristen Welker. Do I think she did a great job? No. Acceptable compared to the other two moderators? Definitely. I should have at least counted the number of times Biden was given the last word on a topic versus the times President Trump was. I think that was really the biggest discrepancy that I saw. Seems like Biden was always given opportunity to, you know, speak last, have the last word. I I do think that the big thing that was accomplished by President Trump last night was actually what I thought he needed to do. He got out of his own way and was actually very presidential in his demeanor, how he acted. I think he just overall did a good job. I don't think he was successful at everything he tried to do, but I think overall he had a really good debate. Nowhere near perfect, but good. Was it enough? Um, I really don't know. I think he needed to hit a little bit more on specific policy and have some more substance to his plan to replace Obamacare. I think if he had laid out an actual plan or even just lays out one prior to the election that will not only ensure that no one loses their current coverage, but also a plan to help with the premiums, I think this election won't even be close. But I think that's what it's going to take. You can go to his website and see the changes he's made to Obamacare and the benefits those changes have provided, but there's just little details in what those plans are if or when Obamacare goes away. He has got this get the he's got to get this information out to the voters. Speaking of Obamacare going away, what in the world does Biden care? I don't I don't even really know what to say about whatever Biden care is supposed to be other than it's appears to be one step closer to socialized, single-payer health care. He said that last night that the government option is only going to be for those that qualify for Medicaid, which is untrue if you even just read what's on his website. Under his plan, there will be a government program available to everyone. If you're not happy with your insurance, you can get a government-sponsored program. Obviously, if his goal is to create a government-ran health insurance, It will be priced cheaper than what you can purchase privately or most likely through your employer. It's going to drive private insurers out of business and leave you having the government program as the only option. He doesn't want to increase competition. He wants to kill it. He also needs to stop the false claims that no one under Obamacare lost their insurance or lost a plan. From day one, I lost mine. I don't have to fact check him on that. I lost my insurance under Obamacare. And I'm, you know, let's, let's talk a little bit about COVID response. I'm not sure what rock Joe Biden has been hiding under, but I haven't been able to go in a store in months without a sign on the door about mask and social distancing. Not sure why Joe Biden's plan for just suggesting mask and social distancing or even plexiglass separating people is suddenly his idea? Fact of the matter, you aren't going to arrest anyone for not wearing a mask. The federal government can't mandate that they be worn. 
here's the fact on COVID. No one knew how to handle it. President Trump should have said more about the fact that no one knows. He wanted to be positive. In his own words, didn't want to scare anybody, didn't want to cause a panic. But he was also relying on information that he was receiving from his so-called experts. There were no experts about this virus when it started. Everything was a guessing game, and a lot of it is still a guessing game. That's why Biden has absolutely no real plan. His plan is social distancing, mask, and plexiglass. He acts like there aren't multiple companies out there trying to solve this thing. The government isn't going to solve it. This is something that only private companies are going to be able to come up with a plan for a solution, a vaccine. But everything that he's suggesting, his plan and what he would have done, that's everything that's already taken place. High school football game tonight. Everybody there required to wear a mask to go in. Limited attendance. I mean, it's just everything that he, he wants to claim as, as his plan has been in place for months. Now, one thing, I, I do respect the fact that Biden admitted that he has made some mistakes, especially on criminal reform. I appreciated that he owned up to that. However, I truly believe he's had way more than enough time to fix those mistakes. Owning up to them doesn't fix them. Here are the two things I did not respect Joe Biden for last night. Blaming the president for all of the COVID deaths. And the whole act of saying he doesn't see blue or red states. He said he would be a president for all Americans and doesn't place blame on a red state or a blue state. The only problem is, in the same sentence that he said that, he pointed out that he thinks red states are the ones with the spikes and they're the ones with the problem. So I'm, I'm not sure how he's not seeing red or blue when he calls out red states for being a problem. Now, finally got to hear President Trump say that, yeah, the pandemic response was his responsibility. And, and that, that was good to hear him say, you know, that he takes responsibility for, for what's going on. That doesn't mean he's to blame for every death that's occurred, not even close. Now, let's just skip to the end of the debate. I think that was a huge missed opportunity for President Trump. When asked what he would say on Inauguration Day to the American people who didn't vote for him, he missed his chance. Instead of talking only about what he has done, he had a chance to really lay out a plan for the future, to talk about how bad 2020 has been for some, and how great everything was prior to COVID, and how he was leading the American people, and, and what he's going to do to lead the American people through this, and how his administration can rebuild over the next four years. He had a chance for an uplifting, positive tone, but instead, it was mainly just about why you're not going to vote for Biden. And, you know, Biden's response wasn't any better either. I mean, they, they, they started to talk, you know, quote unquote, to the American people that didn't vote for him, but it, it just really just turned back into just why you shouldn't vote for the other person. And the question was supposed to be after the election was already over. I, I do think that President Trump scored some big points with the conversation about fracking. Of course, Biden has said numerous times, as well as Kamala Harris, that they want to end it. Biden's statement at the end 
that he wants to transition away from the oil industry says a lot, that he will move towards ending fracking. That was made perfectly clear. Throughout the entire debate, Biden stuck with a lot of the unsubstantiated claims against Trump. And no one's going to call him out on it. They haven't the entire election cycle. So they're not going to start now. And Biden wants to talk about other countries and threatens them because of their interference in our sovereignty and interfering with our election. But I I don't agree with what some of these other countries do. Obviously, I think there's some big, you know, human rights problems in other countries. But he doesn't want to respect any other country's sovereignty, but he wants them to respect ours. I, I think he's got to understand that we cannot continue to be the police of the world, which is what he wants to go back to, which obviously Trump hasn't been doing, not not near to the extent of any president in recent history. We don't have to be involved in every country in the world. Now, just you can, you, I'm sure you can tell from the tone of, of what I'm saying that I'm a conservative. I'm going to vote for Trump. If there had even ever been a doubt in that, last night would have sealed it for me. I'm so tired of Joe Biden just being a politician. Tired of the rhetoric from the Democratic Party. I mean, I'm tired of the rhetoric from most politicians in general. I just really didn't feel any sincerity in anything that Joe Biden said. It was all just too much politician talk. All of it. Heard it too much from him, and he's never done anything to back up his talk. So, we're almost to election day. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Just look at the records. Look at what each candidate has done for this country. Mistakes are always going to be made. These men are not perfect, and we can't expect them to be. It's just not a standard that any person is going to be able to make. But which candidate do you think is going to have the best chance to make this country strong? Don't vote for who you like or who you don't like. I don't know either one of them, and I imagine I probably wouldn't like either one of them very much. But really, that's just not what it's about. This should be about what's best for the country, not how we feel personally about anybody that's running. And I know it's hard to separate that at times, but I just I just can't listen to politician talk anymore. And, I mean, Trump made it clear that he knows that's why he got elected, or he believes that's why he got elected, because he's not a politician. And I firmly believe that that's what's going to cause that to happen again this time. If anybody, I mean, <laughs> it's funny, because everybody that I've listened to prior to the debate last night I mean, they pretty much called it, called it what Joe Biden's response, his canned response, was going to be as far as COVID and as far as, you know, it's not about, you know, Biden's family. It's not about Trump's family. It's about your family. I mean, everybody know that was what was come, going to come out of his mouth. And that's, that's what we, the American people, are for the most part tired of and should be tired of. And like I've, I've said before, President Trump's not the perfect candidate. He's not going to be the perfect president. 
He's going to continue to say stupid things and put his foot in his mouth and say things that we're just going to just shake our heads over and, and, and go, why would anybody say any of this stuff out loud? But you can't deny what he's done for our country, especially economically. So let's just, let's, let's again, let's just base this on what the records are. What Joe Biden has done in his 47 or whatever, how long years it's been that he's been in office, where looking back on, on his votes, I mean, it's, it's always votes for whatever, whichever way the wind blows at the time. And, and I'm just, I'm tired of that. And that's just, that's just the way I see it.